Grand Moff Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Bob Talkin! Delicate the curated long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, Taylor to the Modern Fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. Empathy engines. Jake. <laughs> yes. And Isaac, the empathy passenger inside of Riley's empathy engine. Guys, <laughs> Such a how are we doing? Oh, what's so going on? Good. Well, we just recorded the worst Holy episode cow. of Grand Moff Talking. You've already heard it. I'm sorry. We're all feeling good because we know it can't be as bad as Shadows of the Empire. I feel it literally can't be. It no, it really be can't bad. be. I feel really bad that we had Jasmine on that episode. You didn't hear much from her. You'll hear more from her in a couple weeks. She's a friend, and she deserves She's better. A friend. Than she that does episode. deserve deserve better. It was and a really it. it was <laughs> it was a really bad episode. I said I feel more energized though. We got pizza on the way. Oh, exactly. So, yes. I mean it's it's. We're hopefully gonna have Papa John's man or woman. Yeah, we're gonna have the, the delivery show. person on the show when they get here at the door. I'll leave in there knocking. We are gonna try to see if we can get the pizza delivery person to come on the show. Are That's we, are really. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> that is for all the morning zoo things we've done so far. This is the most morning zoo we've been. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, how how have you been in the week since our listeners last listened to uh, our episode? <laughs> How, well, how have we been in the last week since our list? Oh, I how see. Does, Jake, how does time work? <laughs> well, ask Christopher Nolan. To, yeah, we got to ask Chris Nolan. He knows all about time. Nine. That's right. Yeah, Riley keeps swirling hold around on, this. Hold on. Keep talking. Okay. Yeah, Riley has an issue. He needs his hands occupied. If you're listening to last week's episode, you know Riley needs his hands occupied at all times, or else Constantly... he flips a cartridge on a very loud plastic uh, podcast coffee table. For being an audio engineer, you think he'd be more respective to the annoying sounds that he's making. Maybe. I couldn't find my missile. We couldn't think of anything to talk about. Oh, okay. there he's got it. It's I, found, a, I went and got a pencil. It's I just those, need something to play with. Wow, he's not kidding. It's one of those things they give away for free at all the construction shows. Yep. I got, really it, I got it from a construction it's show. It's a total like It says, Sisson Log Holmes, and here's the phone number on the pencil. Is it 1897 I'm not going to read it because I don't know what it goes to. Is, is it a personal number? number here. It looks like it. Guys, so what's, uh, has there been news, Gunray? My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. No. No. (laughs) This is the the quickest one yet. This is why we don't dwell on news, guys, because sometimes... There is no news. Sometimes there's no news because we immediately just finish an episode, so we've wrapped up whatever news there might... I mean, I guess is kind of news in that there's been like last so many like last Jedi articles and That's like true. toys that have come out to hint towards things but to be honest I'm not really keeping too much track of it no I've I've, I've kind of gone like a little bit dark on yeah, last Jedi news trying at this to. point do I don't want to I don't want to know a whole lot do you think if we band together as a team of mafia talkies <laughs> that we could avoid watching the next trailer Oh boy, that's asking a lot. I've, yeah, go- I've gone like partially dark, but that's that's kind of a that's big deal dark, for me. That's man. like a, yeah. that, that's part of the proceedings. That's yeah. a I've never. I, you know how much you know how much Isaac loves the slow drip of information for a movie. So I yep. yeah. to ask him not to watch it. It's tough. That's true. That's oh, true. Yeah, boy. I I said that, and then I I was like I, I would totally be the person to break that <laughs> yeah. trust that we had. So we can we can promise it and each individually sure. break it. But yeah. you know. 
I mean, let's, let's promise right here we won't watch the trailer. I promise with all of my heart. Okay. Isaac? Is this a bit? Because <laughs> I can't promise that. I honestly can't. Well, wow. even in the context more, of kidding around. He's more know. honest than me. I'm going to promise I won't watch it. I literally... Cross like, my heart. I will... I promise this on Riley's life that I won't watch it. Okay, great. For the sake of the podcast, sure. Like I'll we'll make a triangle. I swear okay. on Jake's life, I won't watch this. Great. I swear on Isaac's life that I uh, won't watch the one that comes after that. Great. I swear on Riley's life, I won't watch the international trailer. Awesome. I swear on Riley's life that I won't get any toys. Okay. Anything else to swear, Isaac? Uh, I haven't swore in a while, but I don't feel now like. Now, what it. happens if you die? Yeah. I do all of our? Do, do I, we get to rescind all of our promises? Do our swears expire? When you promise on so. someone's life, yeah. does like does your promise swear? come back to you when that person is dead? I'm not sure how that works. Like I swear on my mother's life, but then if your mother dies, you like get the promise back. Like oh, that wasn't so bad. I don't know how that works. If, I think if you so, have I'm to, gonna start swearing. I have that really, promise. I was missing it. You kind of need to I'm redirect your swear because it becomes meaningless. I mean, it just kind of. I'm gonna start swearing on really old people, <laughs> so I don't have to keep my promises. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a bowl of cereal, how the cereal itself doesn't expire, but you, if the milk expires, you got to get a new gallon of milk to put on the same bowl of cereal. You know what? That's that's what I've missed. Yeah. We didn't have a single analogy That's last what episode. was missing. That's, that's what, what was missing. Especially one that didn't make sense. Cereal <laughs> totally does expire. But... But you can still. But eat you it. could, Jake. You could die, and I could die. So if you swear Isaac, on me, Isaac, what? Isaac, what? I don't understand. <laughs> we both could die, so we both we're both perishable. But if like I die, milk. if I die before you, if you swear on an old person, i.e., milk, you could expire. <laughs> but they're gonna milk exp- is old people. Most likely, they're gonna expire before white you. White hair, white milk, white milk. Coincidence? I think not. White okay. crate. White what? White crate. White crate. What? Jake, do <laughs> do we have a hapless listener to pull into this? We do have an dedication. Oh. Guys, we had an iTunes review. <gasps> I was <laughs> <laughs> no. Riley inhaled so hard that he started coughing. The, the microphone koozie's gone. Oh, that was not it's a bit. in your throat. I he almost killed myself. Inhaled. You guys almost got to rescind your promises. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he's like the milk. Riley's the milk. <laughs> I was the milk he's all like along. He's like the milk. Um, Don't cry over me when I die. You know, I listen to some podcasts where they read like 10 iTunes reviews. Oh, that's too many. We only have 15 total, so that's read not them. a thing that we can do. Let's we read are them all at once. This is the last one that we can reasonably read. Yeah. on our show. Everyone so, else listeners, comes from a friend. Yeah, that, I feel weird or, about dedicating it to people that we know who wrote <laughs> Yeah, who do you guys think you are? I got in trouble for talking bad about my friends oh. on an episode. Then they, As they were listening, they texted me and said they were really mad at me. One of them was Jasmine, and she was here, but... We can't promise that we'll bring I have no your friends other friends anymore. on the show. Hey, just know if we talk crap about you, if you call us out, we'll apologize on the air. We will. Call us so out on 821 hey, Here's my formal apology to Zeke and Jasmine. I'm sorry. Is this like my Chuck? Oh, that was my shorter. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, Okay. This one was from, I don't know how to pronounce this exactly. It's from E.Mike, like M-I-C dot B. We're calling you E. McB. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Now, I fear that this person has listened to a different podcast and has <laughs> accidentally written the review because this does not sound like our show. Great fun, insightful, and interesting, it says. Really well-spoken, well-made, lots of fun to listen to. The three hosts are unique and character-filled. Lots of really thought-provoking, interesting perspectives on the Star Wars universe. Thanks, guys. Keep making them. I disagree that completely. That review was too nice. That was not, <laughs> that, that was not even true. We're that bad. was way too studious to be affiliated with our show. Yeah. Our, I've never been 
never I can't even, can't even finish that sentence. I've never, been called, I've never been called insightful. It's almost like that though, like where you, you can only take like you know, if you're watching something like a, a video that keeps buffering and it keeps Yeah, that's how like, I speak yeah. all the time. There there's a certain intolerance you have or something like I feel like our show's kinda like that. <laughs> yeah, we're to, always buffering. I edit out the buffering in every episode. It takes forever. Yeah. Oh man. To make it sound smooth. We're like the milk. We're just like the milk. We're like the milk. All jokes aside, that's a super nice review, and I really appreciate e. it. McBee, hey, you e. are having an episode dedicated to you. Hey! You are. But unfortunately, well, give, them, give them the news. Yeah, here's episode. the thing. The news yeah. gun ray? Oh. <laughs> I think it's the news gun ray! My lord, is that gun? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. Here's the thing. Um... That was the end of News Gunnery. Now, the thing that <laughs> E. McBee, um, unfortunately, here's the thing. Yes, we're dedicating an episode to you, but last week we dedicated the episode to Shampoodler, but he was having to share it with Darth Goody yeah. because he previously had to share it with Robert, who previously had to share it with Shamrock. So this week you do have to share your dedication with Shampoodler, who is finishing up his dedication this week. Um, so the first half of the episode is dedicated to Shampoodler, and the second right. half is now dedicated to E. McBee. Um, We're going to try and make one half better. You guys decide which one it was. Yeah. Choose your own half of the podcast, listener. That's this is true. like a choose your own you guys, half podcast. You guys get together and decide which half goes to which person. Get together. That's right. Did I say that? Get yes. together. <laughs> Please reply on Twitter when you hear this, though, or else we will choose one for you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. You have one week. Always give an ultimatum. By the bare naked ladies. <laughs> now- Oh, no, we don't do that because another podcast has the rights to that song. Do they? They have the rights to an entire band. Yeah. <laughs> Not Community for that one episode where they talked about BNL. Bare Naked Podcast. Also, Bare Naked Podcast has the rights to that. Is that a real thing? Probably. I don't know. Wanted to guest star on it. I like the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> BNL? What? what? I do like BNL. I guess they're fine. No, I we've we've talked about this. This is not a bit. I like BNL a lot. I think they're a very talented band in their songwriting. They write perfect pop songs along with Fountains of Wayne, except uh, Stacy's mom. That song sucks. Wow, that's a real most... that's a real woke take. To I've never not had like a hi- I've never heard, heard like a hipstery with. take in 2017 on <laughs> Fountains, Fountains of Wayne, Wayne. <laughs> and yet you heard it here first. I think we figured out which half of the podcast is worse. They are the perfect pop band, Fountains of Wayne. Wow, huh. Bare Naked Ladies close second. Let's continue. Yeah, well, I'm not hosting this, so... Oh, um, let's continue. I'm looking over here now. Take a drink right from the hose. Change into some drier clothes. Is that Fountains of Wayne? Climb the stairs up to my room. That's Bare Naked Ladies. Sleep away the afternoon. Oh, good. I'm glad this is happening. I was hoping someone else would take over the course, but (laughs) if we're getting on to our main topic, Emic B... That was for you. I dedicate my song. I dedicate half of the episode to you. You choose the half of that bare naked lady song that you want me to dedicate to you. Hey. Pick pick the bare naked or pick the ladies. I might replace the I intro say. with the bare naked lady song. E McB plus do not replace the intro with bare naked lady. Now I have to do No, it. no, no. Okay. Pick I, a deep I, cut. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I am gonna try to be nicer this episode. You guys are kinda of... I, s- I swear on Isaac's life I won't do it. Actually, Isaac, we talked about this beforehand. I think we did. Yeah, we we did. had something no, you weren't part of this, Jake. <laughs> You guys had a separate conversation? Isaac and I have our own little group chat going on. I've when always too, suspected this. Is it two people? Is it two people a group chat? 
It's just the two of I us. I think so. Hey, two is a crowd. Okay, Three's so, a kitchen. <laughs> so, I, this t- is tapping into my insecurities. I do always assume that you guys are talking bad about me on a separate group chat. Well, it's not that we've been talking bad. It's just that we think you need to talking make some, bad to Chris Hardwick some, show? some very severe changes to your life. Our pizza just The deliver man is coming here, so Let's shortly we will have show. a... Uh, He's about to make a change to his I, uh, I already I already tipped, so I just got to sign. So you don't have time to come on our po- Star Wars podcast that we do? What is it? We do, we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah. If you had like three seconds, or something. oh boy, it would really make the listeners happy. <laughs> oh, well, he doesn't have three seconds. Oh, oh he doesn't have three seconds. Sign, no, all right, the delivery guy didn't want to come on the show. We guys. just got denied, rejected. Hey, I've been there. Show, don't feel too bad. Tapping into further insecurities. Person. I feel dejected. We didn't get the pizza guy on the show. Should we even eat the pizza at this point? As Marv Albert <sighs> liked to say, dejected. As he loved to say. Yeah, he said it so much. I'm just, I feel really down now. I don't think we should continue. We didn't get the pizza guy. We didn't get the pizza. He was nice. What did he say? No, we got the pizza. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it anywhere. I was like, oh. (laughs) Jake was the little fishy, and I just fed him the food. Uh, So you heard us get the pizza. Probably I'll leave some of that in. (laughs) Pizza guy didn't come on. We're all very disappointed. He's a coward. He is a coward. We didn't tell him the name of the podcast, right? So he can't uh, he can't hear us. We should. Let's go to Papa John's and tell him what's call, up. Call yeah. him up. Um, <laughs> you guys have a little group chat. Happening. We have a, we have this little private discussion, Isaac and I, and we just wanted to talk to you about something we've noticed. Um, I I can see you look nervous. Don't worry, it's gonna be all right, Jake. It's gonna be okay. Oh boy. We just wanted to. We you've been you've been making a lot of apologies lately. <laughs> that is true. Because you you tend to get a little. Mean, persnickety, persnickety, hyperbolic with your meanness sometimes. I, yeah, I mean it's mostly coming from a place of fun and like not being totally serious. Well, look, the, the listener might think that, but we can see you when you're when you have these takes. We're watching you, Jake. We see the emotions on your face. We realize that this is it's starting to become a problem. What do you I think? I literally saw a teeth a teeth fall out of your mouth. <laughs> And you see, this type, the type of thing I'm talking about, I mess up language and Jake just laughs at me. Yeah, that's and what I happens. See, I wasn't oh, laughing at laughing. The, the bitter laugh. <laughs> can't even speak English. They can't. So, yeah, I, Isaac's got a point there. We see the teeth falling out of your head. And <laughs> is that what you were saying? What was the teeth thing, Isaac? He's got like... Hey, Riley, Jake, can we... You're interrupting Isaac, on your Jake, own... Jake, Jake, this is Wait an intervention for you. Please do not interrupt. Jake's interrupting his own intervention. Isaac, please continue. I was done personally, but now I just kind of want to talk some more just to show him what I'm... Hey, Jacob. I'm... Ah! Okay. Okay. Shut your stupid mouth hey, and listen to, the, listen to the advice we're trying to it's give okay. you. Stop being stupid. I'm s- Isaac, continue. So sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. So sometimes you... You're just eating... Chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's real rude to eat while we're trying to give you this. Like, you I, know I know you love eating. Trust me, I see you every week. But will you just <laughs> stop eating for one second? I'm just trying to listen. I figured if I didn't have my mouth moving with not food in it. And yet it's moving. Isaac, please continue. So sometimes. yeah, Right there. Right there. He made a face. Wait, I, I he rolled he his eyes. Face. He rolled his eyes. I, no, I smiled. I was just trying to be. I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to listen to you guys. Look, I know that I could be nicer. I'm sorry. Yeah, you I absolutely really gonna... could be nicer. You're being a real jerk right now. What? I'm trying to, like, listen to you guys. I'm trying to, like, kind of listen mm-hmm. to what you're trying to say, and I'm, I feel like I'm being pretty calm. And you know what? Riley, you what? try. I'm... I know. it's This is really My difficult. emotions 
Wow, I feel so bad. Look, I, we've gotten a lot of response from people about like. Have you really? Private, in our text thread. In our text thread between the two of us, where you just seem <laughs> like you're, you're just really hostile all the time. You got a negative attitude, and you're just constantly mean to people. I don't know it's that. Not, that's not a cool way to be. I know, and and that's why like I'm conscious of that because I listen back. To the Are episodes you conscious and of you that? Do it. Yeah, I think I am. Like, I really want to try to be. That's why I'm apologizing to people because right. I'm realizing I, I listen back and I realize I'm being a little too negative. And... Jake, does every episode have to begin with an apology is my question. <laughs> that's, like, that's what we're talking about here. Do you think I shouldn't apologize if I'm mean to somebody? I think you shouldn't say the mean things in the first place, you idiot. I know. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. I. It's just like. This is how I'm trying to turn a corner. I'm trying to, yeah. I start with the apologies. It's, you know, I'm going through the list of people that I've offended and I want to mm-hmm. be like positive and nice and. Uh, Look, that's I'm, all we're trying to encourage positivity. Isaac and I, we're nice to everybody. Like, exactly. have we ever, have we ever been mean on this show? Not once. I like, I talked a little bit true. about the prequels. I'm like, yeah, I, didn't, I don't like it that much, but never, never to the level that you go, a bit more Jake. Than never to the never level Never said something mean go. about anything. George Lucas, Star Wars. That's true. Isaac has just been Mr. 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 Like, Positive. He's just kind of, you know what? I'm not going to say anything negative. No, yeah, that's what I we're could, trying to curb here. I'm not, I mean, even though he's, he is drinking directly yes. in the microphone, which is a little bit. You had to point it out. You had to yeah, point it out. L- listen, we rude in my, I'm sorry. I, it's like, I feel like we should all try to be nice. And I, no, it's absolutely. weird. It's almost it, like you guys are being mean to me when you're trying to. Two of us are succeeding be about being nice. I, it's just, there's one person here who isn't in that private group thread text message. I, well, maybe if you included me, then I would know. Well, we have it. one with all of us, but sometimes Isaac and I need a place to go where we're not constantly. We need a place you. where you're oh, not. Wow. I'm so, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it was that. Bad. I didn't realize I was having that yeah. negative of an influence on the show. I mean, I am really trying to just. Listen. Yeah, well, you guys keep like, I guess, berating like, me. At every... I guess my main advice is try harder. That's really all I can say. Okay, I, I'll, I'll try harder. I don't have the strength to say anything else, so yeah, I think maybe we of... should just move on. I think we need to keep going because it's just like oh. I. We tried to help him. <laughs> I just feel so much worse now. Wow. After <laughs> what after what he's put us through right now. Well, all we did was try to help Jake. Through? I don't. I feel like I'm really listen, trying to Jake, oh listen, God. just stop for one second. Will you please just like tone it down? The tiniest percentage. You're, Look, I know you're, you're not gonna I know you're not you're, gonna change in one day. But just keep talking. You just keep talking. If you could just say You keep saying negative things. It, it should it shouldn't have to come to that in the first place. Isaac, I'm you so sorry. Have to, no, no, what you no. did to Isaac. You shouldn't have to apologize. I didn't even say anything. Look what you did to him. You shouldn't have to apologize. I don't want to look at him when he's like that. That really is upsetting to me. Wow. It's, okay. Well, no. Go ahead and insult his appearance. No, my parents. It's upsetting to you. I'm. So, I'm really sorry. I don't want to be. The thing is, it shouldn't have to come to sorry. I actually. You should can't. say sorry in your head before you talk. I can't. You would have to say it first. <laughs> say it first in your head and say to yourself what that hurt Isaac's feelings say it and in my one, head I'm sorry say it in your head look I think what, what, he, what he's trying yes. to say is think before you speak Jake now take five seconds and think about what you're gonna say next okay take five seconds we'll 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 count it out okay ready take well we'll silently count it out you need this moment of silence one silent Five seconds. This is what I'm talking about. Think about the first words that come out of your mouth, okay? Think about it. All right. 
I'm okay. Look, I'm done. Let's move on. Go to the rest of the episode. I can't handle this anymore. Oh. So Inferno Squad is what we're talking yeah, about let's today. Talk about Inferno Squad. Yeah, Battlefront oh. Two tie-in book. Oh, boy, I don't know if I can move on that quickly from what just. No, we're right. We're good. So Inferno Squad, written by oh. Christy Golden. Jake, actually, she liked uh, one of your. Tw- she liked your review. We put that review up on our on our website, right? Yeah, someone liked your review. Yeah, it wasn't you guys. That's for sure. Um, yeah. What are you? Are you uh, what's the matter? I haven't quite. Moved on from. Well, come on. When you guys were talking to me like that, well, I just can't, like I can't. I can't just like. Uh, I'm really sorry about. No, it's fine. We moved on. My, we're trying to get yeah, into the show really right now. So I mean, it's, you're kind yeah. of just holding yeah, the whole no, thing up now. You're kind of holding the whole I'm thing. I'm sorry. Up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're trying, trying to, to do a series uh, episode. Here. Yeah, she liked one of my reviews. Inferno so. Squad, Jake. What do you got to say about Inferno Squad? Um, I feel like you guys should go first. Isaac, what do you got to say? About I don't want to dominate squad? the conversation. I, I want to talk wow. a little bit less, and I so, don't want to interrupt people as much. Okay, you can work I through your wanna, problems, I, and we'll talk first. So it's... If you would work through them on your own time, though, not on podcast time, that'd <laughs> yeah. be great. I'm really, I'm going to be silent, and I'm just going to, I'm going to sit this round out, and like, you guys talk about it, and then okay. I'll find a way in. I just need okay. to like, take a second. Yeah, and I hear yeah, what you're saying, good. and I'm okay with it personally, so just. <laughs> okay. I just. <laughs> And we'll come back to you. All right. So we all read Inferno Squad. I did not want to read it immediately because it's a, it's a book tie-in. I think we all had some trepidation when it came to yeah, this Yeah, I was a little book. worried about jumping in and reading something that was like a video game tie-in. Yeah. Usually right. not great. True. Yeah. True. That was my total thing. Like, I kind of always had like a, a sideways glance at anything that uh, even like the we'll talk about in the future maybe or in the past the force unleashed i remember that oh, was a yeah yeah that was a cool game but there was a tie-in novel i'm like why would i ever read that i played the right. game and, and there's just something i don't know hacky to me about like a tie-in novel to a video game right that's what's so crazy and that's like what i mentioned in my review we should say right up top that we really really liked this book it's so good it's one of my favorite star wars books that i've read it was really fun exactly it's a fun yeah. book like it's probably, I feel like I'm kind of like everyone else. I mean, Lost Stars and Bloodline are fighting for the number one spot. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is probably right behind that. I mean, we'll probably get into it a little bit more as we talk more about the plot, whatever. There will be spoilers for Inferno Squad, the book. If you have not read yeah. it and you are interested in reading it, maybe skip this one until you read it's it. It's worth reading. And it's it's a, worth reading. It's yeah. a quick read, too. It's yeah. not like a. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I think it, on, on the surface, this is like a very good just Star Wars story where there's a nice. Easy plot to follow. Some cool stuff happens. You meet some interesting characters. And you know what, too? All these characters, we don't know who they are. They mention... I mean, they mentioned Palpatine the, gets mentioned once, I think. Yeah, right. they, Tarkin and yeah. Vader and Palpatine, maybe. They're, like, mentioned, but... I don't think you ever see I, any of them. Never, yeah, in the book. Oh, do you see Vader? I don't think you see Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's, it's pretty neat, too, that... The other thing I was thinking about, because it is a tie-in, is I was worried, like, oh, this is going to just lead right up into whatever this story is in Battlefront 2, yeah. but it's very self-contained. Like, it yeah. is beginning, middle, and end. Really great character. I mean, it is very much like Rogue One, but, like, the Empire's Rogue One. I think I think if there was no video game, this would hold up as a pretty solid book in the new canon. Absolutely. I was kind of thinking, like, that, it's almost a shame that it's yeah. called Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad because <laughs> yeah. if it was just called Star Wars Inferno Squad, yeah, it would just more people up. would pick it up. Exactly, too, and I think, uh, and it's a story concept, too, that I think interests people. Like, what if we told you, like, Okay, right after the Death Star blows up, there's this uh, group of like elite Imperials who have to go track down 
some rebels and so, I mean that that just like, that's a really neat concept straight up for a book. It doesn't need anything else to make it interesting. And there are there are some um like on the surface it's just a fun Star Wars book and story, but there are some deeper things that it, you can think about it a little bit more because you are seeing everything from the point of view of the bad guys. And yeah. and so while they are always the bad guys in the book, and for me personally, I didn't change my opinion of the Empire because of this group, but it does make right. you think a little bit about mm-hmm. the What's... the rebellion and the Empire and the similarities they sometimes would share. What I would say about that, and because what this book is, is like, to give like a brief <clears throat> plot synopsis, is after the Death Star is destroyed... Um, the Empire realized that the reason why this was destroyed in part was because information leaked out about the weakness in the Death Star to the Rebels. And so they think, we need to better control like leaks in the Empire. We need to know where sources of leaks are coming from, how they're getting in. So they set up this elite squad um, for espionage purposes. So when you read the title Inferno Squad, you think it's going to be some like war book about people like burning things with a yeah, it burn seemed like gun. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna collect burn guns. <laughs> the burn gun. Yeah, is it just gonna be we like that a out earlier in the episode? The burn gun. Composited it's, collection yeah, of like know. eight little missions where like they're blowing up little sleeper cells. That's yeah. kind of what I thought. But like a it, Thrawn, it it could have go- it could have very easily gone like Thrawn, where yeah. you're just seeing this little bit of 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 their lives and what they do, but it's it's not that. I feel like you guys are setting me up for negativity. But no, no, book, I'm but. not. I would never. So what this episode? No, I'm sorry. With this book does is it's actually in um, this episode too why this, not this episode of inferno squad they're infiltrating a rebel group a like incognito like they each have to take on different identities remnants of of saul's group so they're the, more the rebel ex- group that they're infiltrating they're the yes. extreme rebels right and so the empire assembles like okay this is our basically the mission impossible team like you're going to take on roles you're going to play characters almost and each each of the members of Inferno Squad have to separately find a way into this Rebel cell, which is really cool. cool. I really like that detail of it. They weren't like, hey, you six want to join the Rebels? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, like they each have to have a cover and a backstory and a way to infiltrate this group, which is really fun. To your point of what you were saying, Riley, about kind of the complexity of making you see things from the Imperial point of view, I appreciated that the book wasn't being like, hey, guys, you know, the Empire has some really good points sometimes. It's like no. it's not saying that. They're never good. It's just like by virtue of seeing the story through their perspective, you are kind of inevitably empathizing with them because you are seeing their motivations and you're like, oh, yes, it's bad, but I just weirdly do see their perspective on it. So it's not like, hey, guys, you should really be sympathizing with the Empire. <laughs> Yeah, and, never asked. And it's not that, saying like good. both sides are equally bad guys. No, the rebels no. are really terrible. What I found interesting was like this is a Star Wars story, and I felt like I never found a place to land because literally no one in this story is likable in like the traditional sense. Even, there's really even on yeah, the even on the rebel side, there's no yeah. one I really the the, the Chatter fan. I, what was his name? The little oh, guy. You know he's what? The, he's the only guy I really like. He was pretty awesome. He, yeah, pull up the we should have the character names but uh, he was he was really cool yeah like he had a likable side to him mm-hmm. but yeah even he was like a super side character that it was hard to you're like you're trying to come up for air and it's funny because like the dreamers they weren't even necessarily like a band of rebels who are like 
the rebels are fine, but we need to do something more hardcore, kind of like Saw Gerrera. Like, they were even, like, uh, once more derivative of rebels. Like, they were followers of Saw Gerrera. And so, right, like, right. they were even possibly going more extreme than Saw would. So they were, like, detached from the rebels in a way that even Saw wasn't. I found that kind of right. interesting. It made them very unlikable. Let's, the, let's clarify. The, dream, the Dreamers are this yes. rebel sect that they're infiltrating. Yeah, so, like... Sects. Secta. <laughs> Sect. The point of the book is that this... Like, the... the the rebel cell that these Imperials are infiltrating are called the Dreamers. They're the remnants of Saw's rebels. This is post-Rogue One, obviously, yeah. so he's dead. Most of his rebels died in the Two Jeddah tubes. explosion. Two tubes, Probably for example. R.I.P. Two tubes. And so, like, the thing that is interesting is it's not like that they're infiltrating the, the Rebel Alliance. It's a more extremist version of that. So you're in this position where, like, traditionally in Star Wars... You are rooting for the good guys to kill stormtroopers. We're seeing this from the Imperial's point of view, though. Because they're undercover, it's made clear to the heroes, which we'll, we'll get into the individual characters mm -hmm. in a bit. It's made clear to them, like, hey, because we don't want you to blow your cover, if you have to do something, like, on the rebel side to stay in your cover, do yeah, it. So do that it. means... If you have to kill a stormtrooper, kill the stormtrooper. Right, so our... You have you to know, kill a moth, even because there's a part in the book where there's a yeah, moth's life in danger. Yeah, they're trying to assassinate <clears throat> right. a moth. So like, now you're looking at it from this perspective of like, ooh, how do I feel about this? Because on one hand, yes, these are bad guys. I don't want the Empire to succeed, but these are the characters <laughs> I've been following, and I want to see them complete their mission. But do I really want to see them complete their mission? Because what it entails is like destruction and violence. And there's there's nobody on Inferno Squad who is evil there's no one who like loves being evil and loves um, being a bad guy who i disagree do you think? Who do you think? I I loves it i don't she well, loves she, she likes, prides herself i on, think like, she's more just like like wired from birth yeah i don't, I don't, I don't know, know makes like her so good, good like yeah good i guess villains, she does like killing good rebels. villains don't see themselves as a villain and yeah. they don't and what's so strong about this book is like Iden versio is secretly one of the best villains in star wars ever because the entire book you don't even think of her as a villain. You're like, oh, this is the protagonist of the Star Wars novel. I, I guess what I'm talking about, at the very end, she lets the dude go, right? Is she that has, what we're supposed to yeah, believe? Yeah, I mean, she clearly, we're seeing that she has, like, interiority, and she has, like, a heart, and she, yeah, that's, we see her, like, thought process. That's what I'm saying. She's a, they're all people. From our perspective of, like, she has killed innocent civilians. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that. Yeah, for sure. No, she's not a good person, but I don't think she, like... In Star Wars, you got the one bad guy who just relishes being the bad guy with Palpatine, and I like that we're getting views from the Empire that not everyone is that way. Not I don't want the, I don't want the Empire to ever be good guys or to be sympathetic. Yeah, right. But they're not all just like these. I don't want to say one dimensional because I don't think Palpatine's one dimensional. But they're not. No. They they could easily fall into that trap. Well, this guy's in the Empire. He obviously hates everybody that's not human, and he does this and blah blah blah. And it's not that's not the way these guys are. Yeah, they're like put in a position, all of our Imperial protagonists are put in a position where because they're constantly surrounded by these rebels, they are now, just as we are like viewing the Empire with a sense of interiority and like, oh, I see their thought process and what's going on with them and I'm starting to empathize with what they're dealing with even if I don't agree, they are having that same experience that we are with the rebels where because they're just amongst them and in them, they're like... I guess I see where they're coming from. And, like, one thing I liked, it was Aiden starting to respect, and I apologize, I don't remember any of the names of the Dreamers, really. 
Um, Star Wars names are hard to keep track of. <sighs> there was say. the uh, the but, who. <laughs> yeah, the whole band was there on the ship. The one who turned out to be the guy from Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Lux Bonteri. Mm. Lux Bonteri right. turns out to be someone who isn't named to like the very end. He's right. he's from Clone Wars. He was a friend of Saul's um from way back when when they were on Andron. What was cool is like she all of our Imperial characters start to be like, Oh, this guy's a good pilot and I'm a pilot in the Empire, so I like I respect that about this person. Like they're able to respect each other. In a weird way, while also wanting to, essentially, they're plotting their murder the whole time. So it just becomes very complex, but still, like, very propulsive in a Star Wars-y kind of way. So what did we think of, like, the characters in this book? Because I thought they were very, Aiden is a very strong character. Yeah. She's, I think, going to be an instantly iconic should be like the Ray Sloan of this book or like a character mm-hmm. like people like, ooh, bring back this character in some yeah. future media. Yeah, I'm hoping she survives Battlefront 2 just to see where she would go. Right, right. Um, they're very like archetypical, these other characters. Like they have kind of broad brushstroke mm-hmm. personalities, but they end up they ended up having more depth to them. I would say the weakest ones were probably Gideon and Dell for me. Like they didn't really have a lot going on there. Sen Gideon, and Aiden were very Sen had a lot going on. Gideon was very I wish I could be as good as Aiden and he would never will be as good as Aiden. They kind of have this weird rivalry thing going on. He's very much like Gale from Hunger Games, which is a weird comparison to make, but like it. there's a romance between these two that's like somewhat like chased and Yeah, it never, never really goes it anywhere. never happens, but there is a weird and he's kind of a jerk. I, I almost kind of feel you. Yeah, I can feel that that comparison. I've never seen Hunger Games, so I can't compare. Maybe, oh, like you haven't read the books or anything? No. Yeah, Gideon and Dell were not particularly strong to me. Like, no. Gideon was just kind of like a jerk who was kind of good. Dell, I liked Dell more than Gideon. Dell had was, had a lot with Pia Cal. I was gonna say, yeah, man. they're kind oh, of dynamic. I I did enjoy that. It, I mean, obviously, that made him seem like the character who was most inclined toward. Because you're always there's always a world they won't lay with Imperials who are interacting this, with rebels. This whole book oh, right, I thought right. someone was going to switch sides and yeah. I kind of like that they that they never did. No one ever really wavered. So I remember who was Sa- I'm sorry, go ahead, Ryzen. I was gonna say, because that turned into like one of the darker moments of the book when yeah. Dell and Gideon just like were saying, like, Aren't you proud of us? We just killed them all. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my they were god, that pr- was it, that like was dark. That was incredible. That was this book's equivalent of watching it was like the complete opposite inverse right like of rogue one the kind of joyous beautiful moment of yes all our heroes are dying but it's for a greater cause and like this book did the extremely dark inverse of that where us as readers we're, we're growing attached to the dreamers throughout this book they are rebels and a little extreme but we start to like their characters and we're starting to hope that maybe the Imperials and Dreamers will start to come together. Like these characters will they, switch they sides sort of or tease what? It. People are becoming friends. Right, are becoming and, friends. And, and then, it's just like, oh, I think they're going to let him escape. Right. And so what they do is like Aiden's off talking to somebody and she comes back to just all the Dreamers are dead and slaughtered mm-hmm. on the ground. And Gideon and Dell are like, hey, we killed them all. Aren't you happy? And I just yeah, like, and there's no oh. scene like one of them is a little bit alive, and they like are trying to convince. No, they're just dead. No, no, no. You like, come back and they're dead. Back. It's it's like the Watchmen. I already did it three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, thing, right? it it's is. Like oh no, they're just already dead, and oh, it's it's horrifying. And they're and gone. Just, like, very dark. Yeah. 
so good. it's effective though it worked like i was i was when i was listening to it i was like kind of shocked that i was like oh i didn't think they were all gonna die i know I, you were texting me like this is like i think <laughs> i know ending, where this is going and i was like i think you're gonna be surprised the ending, like my the last half an hour i was live texting yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was funny i think uh i feel like she probably wrote it intentionally to make sin like probably the if she was my in my opinion, the least likable character in the book. Just Whoa, I think, that's what? crazy. I, I'm, t- I'm not saying I didn't like her. No, like yeah. her. I, I'm talking about in terms of like human being, like just her personality as far as like... Hey, you know, like she was, and me, like sometimes we have a separate like conversation that we have without <laughs> Isaac and we've been kind of meaning to talk to you about something, which is that like your opinions on characters is like pretty surprising sometimes. It's It's like very different from what we think. Yeah, and that's... Like, we just thought we'd intervene. You should be more sympathetic to what we think about. You should share every opinion. We characters, have. you know what I mean. Unlike Jake, I, I, just re- I really don't care. Listen. So we could. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just not going to drum me in this bit, and we're just not going to do it at all. <laughs> Too busy laughing. <laughs> wow, I thought that'd be a fun inverse of the whole thing. It was fun. On. It was so much fun. I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> Anyway, well, I think what helped. Did you listen or did you read? I did did a little bit of both. Okay, I think what helped me is we'll probably talk about it more. But Janina Gavankar, who plays Aiden Versio in the game, also did the audiobook. Mm. She's very good. Excellent. It was great to listen to. Kind of an inverse of Thompson. It kind of was. Like after listening to (laughs) all about inverses, even though I liked the novel Thrawn, the reading of Thrawn was atrocious. And yeah. Mostly atrocious. Sorry, Mark Thompson. But it, you know what? I'm not sorry, Mark Thompson. And I know I'm supposed to be nicer. But yeah, this actually, is... I was apologizing immediately and not like three episodes from now like you will. Well, I, no, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to hold myself to this. I am not going to apologize to Mark but Thompson. Janina Gavankar was very good, and, and she made me like Sin a lot because of the way that she read Sin. I guess the way she came across on the page was just like based on... She seemed like definitely one of those like high IQ people who's just very pragmatic. And yeah, a little does, smarter huh. than everybody. Yeah. She, I, I can I can see that. Yeah, that's interesting. And her like views on the rebels were kind of matter of fact. And you just like you, you, with the other characters, you saw some sort of wiggle room. And by the end of the book, Aiden had that wiggle room, and you got that impression with Gideon and Dell until the end of the book. I feel like you're all, and, and I know that I really want to be nice, and I want us to all be on the same page. But I, you're not going to be. Say your mean thing. I'm going to be nice. Be mean. No, be mean to me. It, but I feel like you're no. 100% uh, wrong. Now he likes Lay it into a little me. bit too much. I wouldn't be mean to him. My shirt is open. Yeah. Well, I don't, all right. You know what? Come Isaac, at me, bro. Me and Riley have been having a separate text conversation about how like sometimes you, it's almost like you like being yelled at or something. It's like you're it's in fighting it. It's kind of like. Also, could you put your shirt back on? Yeah, we uh, really don't. No on both counts. And we just, you interrupt people sometimes too, and that's a little rude. Hmm. I would never do that. Hey, Isaac, Yeah, can we talk to Riley for a second? Because we've been having kind of like a side conversation about how he doesn't ever interrupt people. Talk about it now, yeah. And that's kind of our, like, that's kind of our podcast thing. And yeah. It's almost like he thinks he's too good. Like a little bit too woke to join in on the, the Yeah, bits. it's like, oh, I'm too good to interrupt people. Like, oh, I'm just not ever going to interrupt me right now while I'm talking in order to- You think it's funny? This. Yeah. You think it's, it's funny? Like, he's sitting there with his stupid face, and he's just like- I'm sorry. You know what? I'm trying to be more positive, and um, I just felt like we should talk to Riley about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Riley, how do you feel about um, Sen as a character? I thought I she was really. And you know what? This is the kind of thing. It's like how you respectfully <laughs> waited. You respectfully waited for us to finish talking, and it's just like normally we would interrupt each other, and it's. Uh... 
I've, I've thought better about... than everybody. <laughs> I've thought about what you said. Okay, I'll, I'll take it under consideration. Bet you have. I'll take yeah, it... I bet he's really thought about it off mic considerately while we are talking. I'll take it under consideration. Graham off talking. Okay. Well, anyway. So, so I like Sin a lot. I think she's really good, and yeah, I think me too. I think ninety percent of why I like her so much is she's performed really well. I think the the, the reading added a lot of character that maybe if I'm thinking about the dialogue and the way she acted and the things she said, I can see totally see where you're coming from. I feel like I'm missing a whole world here with audiobooks. Good, you, you are know, missing a world. Sometimes I, it's a great world in this book. Sometimes <laughs> it's a bad world. It's just like the real world. I'll just yeah. let you guys listen to audiobooks from now on and you tell me which are the good ones to listen to. Cause <laughs> I, and I too, like I, I can, I have the option to, to do something like that while I work, but I would feel like I'd, more want to just like sit on the couch and listen. Well, I I was like so opposed to it for a while, and just like for the purposes of this podcast, it seemed more practical for me to like, oh, I can get through this faster if I do the audio. Yeah, it's the only way I have time to do it. And I, it. I ended up Inferno Squad. I was like, I'll try this one more time. I I hated the Thrawn audiobook so much. I was like, it's I'm bad. not gonna, you know, I should have just read that book. I probably would have liked it more. I'll apologize to um, Timothy's on the next episode. Okay. And like, I I just felt like the the narration was so good. In Inferno Squad, that I was like, oh wait a minute, maybe audiobooks are really strong because Sen was a character that really stood out to me. At first, I was like, I see, this is kind of like the Velma from Scooby Doo, according to my calculations. She's the character. one who like graduated from Harvard at twelve years old. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but she becomes so complex and interesting to me, and she is the one who, more than anybody, gets the closest to forming a romantic attachment. Yeah, I can't remember which dreamer it was that she formed the attachment with. Uh, um, is it Kev or Kev? <sighs> It's the kid. I think it's Rue or something like that. Rue. Rue That's right. Sean? Yeah. It is Rue because that was another Hunger Games connection where Rue was oh. the one who ended up <laughs> sacrificing himself. So, yeah, she ends up kind of forming this attachment in another really dark moment. So their mission is to assassinate this mob. I guess she does come the closest. I, I forgot. She comes the closest to being a rebel, kind of. Yeah, she really does. No, no, and wait. She's trying to save Imperial kids. Never mind. I totally Yeah, it, it, it's Never super mind. interesting. So their, I didn't mission, mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. So their mission is like to blow up this moth, but what the dream the dreamers are so extreme that like there'll be some kids there and they're like, you know what, that's collateral damage, we don't care. They're in, technically quote unquote like imperial children. I think their main goal is to kill the kids, right? That the main guy I think they say they think they're going for the for the moth, but it comes out that the main, oh, the that's main right. leader is just like, No, actually He's like, we, these are future We want to kill their kids because that's gonna send more of a message. So yeah, he true. his goal is to kill the kids. So Sen is like, okay, we do, in order not to blow her cover, we have to accomplish this mission. But she, when she plants the bomb, del- once, says it intentionally to delay the timer to save the kids. Right. And what happens is she thinks that she's got it all planned out and everything's going according to plan. And Rue finds out. And he's like, what? The timer? It should have gone off by now. The bomb should have gone off. So he runs back in. This is the person that she's formed a romantic attachment with. And she's trying to convince him, like, no, come on, let's go. He goes back in and like suicide bombs this place. Mm. He goes in, sets off the bomb, kills himself. They think that most of the kids have escaped by this point, but it's just so crazy. This mission just goes insane. Yeah, it goes bad. It's so. And that's oh, that's, book is very that's good. the start of the downfall for Sin. Uh, again, spoilers. You shouldn't right. listen this far, but yeah, she. I kind of knew she wasn't going to make it because she's in zero 
promotion for Battlefront 2. Oh. <laughs> while Del Miko and Gideon are both there and Aiden and Sin is nowhere to be found. That's interesting. See, I have not been paying attention to any marketing yeah. for Battlefront 2. So, that's, so okay. I kind of had a feeling she wasn't going to make it, but I didn't know. I thought, I thought going in that she was going to be the one who turned. Me too. So the whole book, I'm waiting for her. And, like she, and they did it really well. I think it was a good choice because she forms this attachment, romantic attachment with one of the dreamers. So I'm thinking, okay, well, she's, yeah. she's going to turn and into a rebel but no she messes up slips they find out she's a spy and she gets killed it's so crazy now boy i we should look this up but like doesn't she end up accidentally getting killed by Aiden? by Aiden, yes yeah. Aiden is trying to Aiden. you we're in her thought process and she's saying i'm going you know this is the moment we've done all we can we're gonna have to kill them all i'm not gonna sacrifice sin is what she's thinking in her head right and sin like runs into a she's like holding a sword or a vibro sword or something yeah and sin ends up you know kind of actually killing getting her, impaled getting impaled but sin probably did it on purpose to save the mission but then Aiden's sort of dealing with you know killing sin yeah it's just bananas it's like this whole team keeps getting picked up or picked off one by one in a yeah. really dark and dramatic way it's just excellent it's not like the style of the book is not particularly like flowery or wordy. It's very just functional and straightforward. So it's not. I thought it was like almost like just a maybe a half notch more maybe involved of a read than a young adult novel. Like it had that sort of readability to it, which was really yeah. really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just like very once again like unlike Thrawn, where it was like more. <laughs> Involved. Yeah, no, Dizon is... has much more of a like very strong authorial voice, which is a little abrasive to me. But like, um, we never even said the author's name. We Oops. suck. Christy, Christy Golden. Golden. Christy, Christy Golden. Golden. Or maybe we did. She liked your tweet and everything. She liked our tweet, and we didn't even like. Or no, your review. Yeah, the tweet of your review. I think she liked the actual review, is what I'm going to say. I noticed George Lucas commented on that review. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, Riley doesn't sure know, but did, I can go buddy. in and see the email addresses people <laughs> who comment sure on our did. site. Whoops. And it was Riley.com. I'm going to have to make a fake email next time. Um, not that I will ever do it again, so if you see it, it's not me. So, Christy Golden, please come on the show. Um, for real, we loved your book. Mm, yeah, actually, that'd be great. We yeah. should read Dark Disciple first, because I wouldn't want to have egg on my face. And she's like, hey, do you guys like my other book? And like, I've heard it's very good. <laughs> I feel like sure she wouldn't great. be like... Hey guys, you're like real Christy Golden fans, and you've read all my books. I would right? hope she would. I would hope we'd get vetted. I would do that for our sake. Someone had me on because I was on Grandma talking. I'd be like, "You've listened to every episode, right?" Yeah, Twice? that's true. <laughs> I would make intentionally very obscure references, and if they're like, "What's that?" I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, oh I see well, I'm it out of here." Right? What media outlet is having us on to talk about our podcast? Yeah, I want to make sure the they hey. listen to it once through, second through, and then recommended viewing order through, and then backwards, <laughs> like the full like the Clone Wars series. Is, they, is there anything else, you guys? Got on your mind? Uh, Inferno Squad, Squad is a really good book. It's a recommend. Rate it. Hard recommend. Strong Rate recommend. it. Yeah. Give it a definitive. No, hard recommend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Recommend it hardly. No. Give it a, <laughs> that means you hardly recommend it. Oh, wait. It. Give it a rating out of 10 recommends. I, I, How many recommends would you give it? I honestly would give this book, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. I liked it a wow, lot. Wow. Really bold take on that. I know. Anyway, guys, is so now we've recommended this book. I recommend the audiobook as well. We talked about it, but it's very good. How many very recommends good. out of 10? I'll keep it. I'll give it an 8.5 because good. it's very good. Good. Anyway, so now that we've recommended the book, let's recommend ourselves. I give myself like a one. <laughs> Don't recommend. If if you would like to uh, rate Riley on a scale of <laughs> one to ten recommends. Please rate and review me. Go to uh, at Riles Bowman on Twitter. Rate me on a scale of uh, eight to ten recommends. Wait a on, minute. On uh, Twitter at IREC. How come I have to 
I can like they get the choice of a and one. Rate Jake three out of ten. Are you getting on the video? On you get my Jacob microphone Kreitz. falling down. We're live Instagramming right now, guys. Oh, oh brother! Does that save? Forever. Is anybody watching? For all eternity. On no Twitter at Grandmoff Talking, you can email our show Grandmoff Talking at gmail dot com. How is the uh, email situation these days, Jake? Holy cow, guys! What I just have to say is that people should send us an email. That's all I want in this world. <laughs> okay. All right. There it is. Is an email. So there you go. That's uh, Jake's feeling in the situation. GrandmoffTalking.com is a website you can go to. <gasps> we have a website. Read our content or read Jake's content in episodes yeah, of our shows. Really I'm going to write some someday. I'll do something, maybe. They're not going to do anything. I won't. Anyway, so that for another week, this has been delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, dedicated to Shampoodler and E. Mike B. Brought to you lovingly in this week's increment by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host Riley. I didn't think of something to say. Jake. Uh, what? And Isaac. This is what I chose to say. Goodbye. Bye. Jinx, you owe me once again. Ah, my man, my man, my man. That kitten is napping it's really on the cute. ottoman. Holy cow. I mean, and I can't be mean when I'm looking at that. We've maybe talked about it a little bit, but we got a new kitten named Hobbs, and he's very cute. It is uh, It is honestly the cutest yeah. thing I've ever seen yeah. on that the animal. That should be our podcast. On the animal spectrum. Logo. Yeah, I'm glad you Just clarified cat. Just the cat. <laughs> Just the cat is the cat our logo. <laughs> what were you guys want to talk to me about? The cat? Okay, no. I know about it already. Where are you Two. going? Oh. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I love you. Bye. Cute moment where Riley, yeah. uh, for the first time, I think in four years, told his wife that he loved That's her. That's actually the first time I've ever built up the courage to say I love you. Oh. That's really good. How did the wedding go, hey. by the way? Well, it was awkward. Well, you, <laughs> don't have to say it at the, you don't have to say it at the wedding. It's you not, know what? It's not in the vow. That's People forget that you don't have to say I love you <laughs> hey, at weddings. Please remember that. You don't have to say it. <laughs> That's good for me to know. I you're mean, not legally required, Jake. Wow. I'll leave that in because she doesn't listen. <laughs> Six years from now, she'll be going through the backlog of episodes and hear that. What's well, going to change between now and then that she's going to become a avid listener all of a sudden? Maybe I'll die and she'll be like, I just want to hear his voice again. Oh, this is dark. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> Put that in at the end, please. That's so dark. When, when Riley's milk expires, she'll need something. <laughs> uh... As it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, this is a little too heavy.